Blog Talk Radio. Shifting, forgive me, Daniel Malloy is you're not rolling. 
shifting the focus to a closely divided uh, General Assembly where Republicans say they will attempt to reject an agreement worth an estimated $1.57 billion over the next two years. I wonder why they would reject it. I don't know. The State Employees Bargaining Agent Coalition announced late Tuesday morning that 85% of the votes cast were in favor of accepting concessions that will freeze wages and 83% uh, backed increased contributions for health and pensions and other benefit-related concessions. Union leaders who reported the vote tallies at the Hartford offices of the union local representing state planners, architects, and engineers also pressed hard for uh, tax hikes on uh, wealthy households and major corporations, something Malloy and most lawmakers have opposed this year. But building support for concessions wasn't easy, and... uh, this was not even easy. Salvatore Luciano, executive director of Council 4 of the American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees, the largest state employee union, said of the near unanimous vote, we hoped if we explained it, everyone would pass it. Lori J. Pelletier, president of the Connecticut AFL-CIO, said it should come as no surprise that workers who also granted concessions in 2009 and in 2011 did so again. These are people who provide services to the state, but they're also taxpayers, she said. Employees were presented with a problem and asked to chip in again and help to fix it, and they did. All 33 of the bargaining units that cast ballots on wage-related concessions endorsed the deal. Units representing the state police and assistant attorney generals did not vote on wage givebacks. Wage agreements are decided on a unit-by-unit basis. Those that agreed to have three-year pay freeze and three furlough days per worker, the governor thought would be exempted from layoffs for the next uh, four years. Um, So anyway... Concessions involving health coverage, pensions, and other benefits are decided collectively by the 16 union labor coalitions, and the changes would affect all of the roughly 46,000 unionized state employees if the deal is ratified by the legislature. So there's all kinds of things going on there. Seems like they have a huge give back, though. Yeah, it says uh, wage concessions were expected to provide nearly half of this $701 million in savings if the full concession plan reportedly was worth this fiscal year, and 42% of the $869 million total in 2018 to 19. Big money. Um, Benefits agreements. Agreement with double pension contributions for most workers. Create a hybrid pension defined contribution plan for future employees, increase health care co-payments and premiums, and require active workers to contribute more toward their retirement health care benefits. In return, the contract guaranteeing these benefits will be extended for five years, pushing its expiration date from June 30th, 2022, to 2027. Wow. Well, I, this is a little... I'm, I don't know what they're doing. Honestly, I don't. 
this looks like the same old deal where they, you know, bump up existing pensions and then... Uh, oh, it sounds like everybody has to contribute. Yeah, but you see what they're doing, though. But new employees will have more, will have less benefits. That's, right. that's yes. always the way it is. Yeah. And they're eager to concede because they're getting a bump in their pension. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, it, yes, they are. That's that's what they're doing, Lila. That's what they're doing. That's why they're eager to to, to forego a pay raise because they're getting it later. Uh, wherever. Uh, Tuesday morning, eighty-five percent of the votes were cast down. Blah 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 blah. blah. No, those are that. Uh, okay, we just passed through that. What's just about it? No, keep going, Leo. That's all about. Well, wait a minute. Okay. The benefits agreement would double pension contributions for most workers. Create a hybrid pension defined contribution plan for future employees, increase health care co payments and premiums, and require active workers to contribute more. I, it seems funny that they would that they would con concede to that. Right? In return to the contract guaranteeing these benefits would be extended for five years. I, I it means they don't have to come back to the bargaining table yeah, I know. for quite a while. But they're still taking a beating. Mm -hmm. So the state unions held up their part of the bargain, negotiated good faith, leading their members through some tough changes. I don't know. So I I don't think they came up with a very good deal, but you know, they Who well, I can't think of any worker that doesn't contribute to their health care plan. But they're contributing more to the health care plan. That's what they're saying. Well, they probably weren't contributing very much. We I don't, don't know. know. We don't know that. It's not we don't know how much they were contributing. But they, the, the, the unions uh, went, they approved at 83 to 17 percent mm -hmm. uh, that, that package. And why won't the Republicans won't vote for it? Oh, it doesn't get back enough, right? Oh, my God. Like they gave back a lot. Yeah, but the Republicans are, are ruthless sons of bitches. Now, they really are. I mean, Republicans, they, they got no heart, man. I don't know any Republican that's got heart. After weeks of voting, unionized state employees have overwhelmingly improved the labor concessions package that's expected to provide $1.5 billion in savings over the next few years. Okay. $1.5 billion saved in the next two years, $24 billion over the next 20 years. That is almost 30% of the state's budget deficit reduced and eliminated by less than 2% of the state's population, said Dar Darnell Ford, who works for the State Department of Children and Families. Dr. Jan Carlson Bull is the Unitarian Minister and a member of Do Justice, a coalition of state workers, advocates, and clergy. She said state workers have done their part and now it's up to the legislature to craft what she calls a moral budget. You are key contributors to the well-being of the state, she told state employees at a news conference Tuesday. What you have done should be more than matched by Connecticut's millionaires, billionaires, and corporations. See, they don't want to give anything. Right. Union leaders are calling for increased taxes on major corporations and wealthy residents. 
they were asking legislatures to look at what's known as the carried interest loopholes. Closing that would mean hedge fund managers could end up paying higher taxes on their fund profits. Which I think is, is only fair. Yeah, come on. You're making a, a billion dollars on a, mm -hmm. on a hedge fund. You should be able to, you should pay something. No? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's a tax exemption. But let me ask you this. What incentive is it for billionaires, millionaires, and corporate people to give every, anything now that the middle class is given everything? Well, Why should they? You know, you've you know, you got to hold out till they do their part. Exactly. And they're not. That no. I, but I, I don't, you I know, don't know. I, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I just don't understand uh, the logic behind this, except for the fact that the billionaires own the goddamn government, mm. right? And they own the government, so they get all the deals, right? And, uh, you know, they're, 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 they've got to be, these people got to be the most heartless prigs on the face of the earth, the most reptilian kind of flesh eaters, huh? Don't you think? I don't know. Uh, they got to be. Christ, what kind of people are so sick in the freaking mind? Republicans say that they can steal in billions of dollars. I want to read what they uh, want. Well, I want to know. Republicans say that in return for a wage freeze and more benefit contributions, the governor has given away too much by extending the labor agreement to 2027. I'm not saying that people should be put on pins and needles every day to think they're getting fired, said House Minority Leader Themis Kalardis. But we have guaranteed wage increases, guaranteed no layoffs, and 10-year contracts. We don't make any structural changes. Kel Ryder said her caucus would vote for the CPAC agreement. Republicans want to make changes to pensions and benefits through legislation instead of by union negotiation. Huh. Democrats claim only about a third of the planned $1.5 billion savings could it be achieved by statutory changes and no alteration be made to health benefits and pensions until 2022. So, yeah. if you can, down the road. So anyway, folks, so much for the Connecticut economy. Yeah. A wonderful piece of work that we have. But well, it seems to me they've given away a lot. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. You know, how much, unless you cut off everybody's right arm, how much more do you want? But anyway, scientists now believe that the universe itself may be conscious. I thought that was interesting. It was sent to us by Maria. Maria. Mm. Oh, gee. Uh, let's see. A new concept has recently come to light, which scientists are calling panpsychism. Panpsychism says that the universe could be capable of consciousness, which could change everything. For, one, for quite some time, scientists have been working to understand the universe, where it came from, and why we are here. However, they have come, often come up short until now. The uh, scientist responsible for such a notion is Gregory Matloff, uh, and has uh, ideas. his ideas are shocking, to say the least. According to Matloff, a physicist at the New York City College of Technology, in his recently published paper, Humans could be like the rest of the universe in substance and in spirit. Futurism uh, reported 
that a proto-conscious field could extend throughout all space. Basically, in layman's terms, the entire cosmos could be self-aware. Another supporter of panpsychism is Christoph Koch of the um, uh, Allen Institute for Brain Science. Uh, he says that biological organisms are <coughs> conscious because when they approach a new situation, they are able to change their behavior in order to thwart a bad situation. Well, due to this view, he is trying to see if it can be, if it can measure the level of consciousness a being displays. In order to accomplish this, he will be running a number of experiments, including one that includes wiring the brains of two mice together to see if the information will flow between the two like a fused integrated system would. Huh. The only dominant theory we have of consciousness says that it is associated with complexity, with a system's ability to act upon its own state and determine its own fate. Uh, Koch argues um, theory states that it could go down to very simple systems, a principle some purely physical systems that are not biological or organic may also be conscious. As it stands, panpsychism is just in the experimental phase. However, if scientists um, are able to prove that theory, they could shake the world of science to its core. What do you think is the universe conscious? Uh, yeah, I, I believe so, because I don't necessarily believe that you have to, uh, I don't know, I would think mice and everything is basically conscious to one another. You know? Of course they are. Yeah, and if you All touch somebody, somebody's touched, you know, and if you... Plants are conscious? Yeah, yeah, plants are conscious, sure. Oh, I, plants. oh, I believe that. And uh, nature all around us is conscious. Of it. I mean, how yeah. could you not think so? I know. It's, you know, I mean, it's a oneness of being. You know, everything everything has that same consciousness. Just uh, some to the, you know, some are empathic. Every empath living thing is a reflection empathic. of God. Yeah, some are empathic, others are um, less empathic. But uh, we're all conscious. But even, you know, non-living things like rocks and stones have energy that is a reflection of God, I think. Mm. I'd read this, but I but it makes me sick. So, which is Bernie Sanders says 2020 presidential bid is not off the table. Well, Bernie, keep it up, Bernie. You got Bernie, enough money. Bernie, yeah, but not only that, Bernie will be uh, 80 years old, and well, he's planning for his old age. Well, this I thought was interesting. You haven't heard much about uh, uh, Israeli boycotts, but uh, Canada. This was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Order stores to deshell settler wines made in Israel, label on it. That's interesting, huh? Mm -hmm. Because uh, it's on it's on stolen Palestinian land. It's on it's their vineyards. It's their the vineyards. Palestinian vineyards. That's, that's right. Canada. This is from uh, PalestinePortal.org. Um, Canada bans product of Israel labels for West Bank wines. Time of Israel, 13 July. Uh, Times, rather, of Israel, 13 July, by Sue Serps. Ruling singles out two settlement wineries. Ruling singles out ruling. A ruling 
singles out. Two, well, that's what it means. Okay. There was a ruling that singled out two settlement wineries. Also, Blacklist, Goland, and East Jerusalem Vintage Wines, Jewish group calls decision disturbing. Canadian food inspectors have ordered liquor stores to stop selling wines made in the West Bank, saying that their label, identifying them as Israeli contravenes, Ottawa's made in the West Bank, saying their label, identifying them as Israel contravenes, Ottawa's policy on that territory. Sorry. News of the order emerged with the issue of a letter Tuesday from the Liquor Control Board of Ontario to liquor vendors detailing the ruling by the Canadian Food Inspection Agency a week earlier. That product of Israel would not be an acceptable country of origin declaration for the wine products that they have made from grapes that are grown, fermented, processed, blended, and finished in the West Bank occupied territory. The ruling extended to wines from any other territory occupied by Israel in 1967. That carried such a label would be considered misleading, specifically mentioning the Golan Heights, East Jerusalem, and Gaza, as well as the West Bank. The CPIA is a government body that controls all marketing and sales of wines in Canada. Violence detentions, West Bank, Jerusalem. I don't think that has any. I think that's extra. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so Canada is making a statement. Well, it's kind of like they're false advertising here. Yeah. Now this one, another health issue. Uh, Monsanto's famous herbicide uh, chemical was found in childhood vaccines, and it's extremely toxic. And. Uh, Again, it just makes me sick to think that they they oh, would put they would allow these toxins in and plants, herbs, healthy microbiome, life, and ecological diversity are all being tortured by Monsanto's famous herbicide chemical glyphosate, and for that, uh, I'm sorry, glyphosate. And now it has been found in vaccines. Moms across America received preliminary screenings results from um, micro-innotech laboratories of St. Louis, Missouri, which showed Merck, MMR2, Merck that's vaccine. My, that's mumps, measles, and rubella vaccine. Right. Uh, by Merck. Oh, you get rid of these things. Just put no thanks. Oh. DTAP, Adacel vaccine. At 0.2123 parts per billion of glyphosate. Influenza flu virin novaris. Um, Puts that out. As uh, 0.331 parts per billion of glyphosate. They got glyphosate in everything. Uh, Herp P, Herp B, Energex B, GlaxoSmithKline. They got glyphosate. Uh, the pneumonia but, uh, vaccine. Yeah, that's got uh, lysophate. Doctors and researchers from MIT and Purdue announced they believe they've solved the mystery of America's skyrocketing autism numbers. At the current rate of increase, half of all American kids will have autism by 2025. Holy Speaking to a conference of autism experts and parents, Dr. Stephanie Seneth 
explained that her data shows it's not vaccine alone causing autism, but the mixture of Monsanto's Roundup pesticide and the aluminum and vaccines causing the country's autism epidemic. Holy cow. That's scary. Now, isn't that, I mean, half of the kids will be, will be uh, half of the country's kids will be autistic? And by 2025? Yeah, of course. According to MIT scientists, glyphosate would easily be present in vaccines due to the fact that certain vaccine viruses, including measles and mumps, and flu are grown... Are, um, MMR is the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. ...are grown on gelatin derived from the ligaments of pigs fed heavy doses of glyphosate in their GMO feed. Oh. My God. Well, livestock feed is allowed to add up to 400 parts per million, per million of glyphosate residues by the EPA, thousands of times higher than, than has been shown to cause harm in numerous studies. Um, Dr. Senna states that when trace amounts of deadly metals like aluminum enter the human body, they are naturally expelled and do not... And don't do harm provided they are in small enough amounts. When Monsanto's glyphosate encounters aluminum inside humans, it changes the entire process. Ordinarily, the body is quite good about keeping aluminum out. Glyphosate produces a leaky gut, and that's going to help the aluminum get in. What I believe now is that aluminum in the vaccine is far more toxic as a consequence of the glyphosate that's also in the blood. The two of them are synergistic because the glyphosate forms a cage around the aluminum and keeps it from getting expelled. The aluminum ends up accumulating, getting trapped with the glyphosate, and the aluminum ends up in the penile gland and messes up sleep and causes a whole cascade of problems in the brain. The glyphosate and aluminum working together to be much more toxic than they would be acting alone. Wow. Uh. And then it talks about, since glyphosate is heavily used in corn, soy, wheat, cotton, and other commodities, we can expect to see more severe food allergies in vaccine recipients. Um, in addition, chemicals in ultra-low doses can have powerful effects on physiology, behaving almost as hormones stimulating or suppressing psychological receptors, or physiological receptors. Anyway, um, that's disturbing as hell. Yeah. You know, to think these bastards are still allowed to, to do this, and to, uh, I don't understand. I, I, no, I do understand. It's genocide. It's, it's, it's genocide. That's what it is. That's what they want. And look at this. Right? Fukushima, all right, <clears throat> try, 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 Tritated water. Tritated. Tritated. Water to be dumped in the sea. Okay. Like, you know, 300 million gallons of... of, of uh, Radiated water. Yeah. It's going to, they're going to be dumping into the ocean. No no checks. Fukushima. Tritated water to be dumped in the sea, Tepco Chief says. Okay. Despite the objection of local fishermen, the Tritian tainted water stored at the Fukushima 1 nuclear plant will be dumped into the sea, a top uh, official at Tokyo Electric says. The decision has been already made. Um, 
as by Tokyo Electric Power Company, I said in a recent interview with the media, tritium typically poses little risk to human health unless ingested in high amounts. An ocean discharge—I'm sorry—an ocean discharges of diluted volumes of tritium tainted water are a routine part of nuclear power plant operations. This is because it is a byproduct of nuclear operations but cannot be filtered out of the water. This is kind of a long article. Well, the I think it's important that it, yeah, can't, well, be, it can't be taken that, out. I'm just saying the bottom line is that they're dumping all this stuff in and, and it's going to yeah, be here forever. But as of July 6th, which was last week, mm-hmm. about 770,000 tons were stored in about 580 tanks at the Fukushima plant, which is quickly running out of space. So the answer is dump it in, dump the, it ocean in the ocean. Dump it in the ocean, yeah. Kill everybody. That goes to Susan, has local fishermen worried that their livelihood is at risk because the radioactive material will further mar public perception about the safety of, the, of their catches. And Kalamara's uh, remarks are the first by the utility management on the sensitive matter. Since March 2011, meltdown was brought under control, and the Fukushima 1 plant has been generating tons of toxic water that has been filling up hundreds of tanks. Um, of at the uh, tsunami hit plant, so they they can't do anything about it. They, they're just filling up. So what are they going to do? They're going to release it all. Yeah, hmm. freaking sick. That's huh? just. I mean, they created hell on on earth with those with those nuclear reactors. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And Obama wanted to build more. I don't know what Trump's thinking about. Yeah, he's, not he's, so. he's probably just a stupid. Oh, this this was important. Okay, this is a little uh, thing here uh, to show you um, even deeper ties to Putin himself. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you. This is uh, I think this is about the uh, the new. Yeah, this is about the new. Um, FBI director oh. he's appointed, mm-hmm. and the deep ties to uh, to Russia. Oh, he yes. has ties to Russia too. Oh, okay. great. Deep ties, yeah. Uh, it says Donald Trump doesn't seem capable of hiring anyone without um, connections to uh, Russia, and that includes his pick to the head of the FBI. Okay, unbelievable. Listen, listen, to, listen. To it's about two minutes long. This pick to head the FBI is Christopher Wray, whose law firm represents two of Russia's largest state-controlled oil companies. Gee, can you turn that up? No, there's no sound. And uh, it's just music. Together, it's connected to a company controlled by Ukrainian oligarch Dmitry Furtash. It was currently being indicted in Chicago in an $18 million racketeering case. He also has deep ties to Paul Manafort and even deeper ties to Putin himself. Trump promised to lift U.S. sanctions on Russia, sanctions that were put in place by Obama on 
stop Rasnow from doing a $500 billion oil drilling deal with Exxon. Who's CEO now? Secretary of State. So Obama's sanctions kept a lot of Rensgrove money from flowing between Russia and Trump's crew. These are the Russian oil companies Trump FBI director Pick has represented. <laughs> Jesus. <coughs> Perhaps making this Russian uh, Trump connection the dirtiest yet. Well, Congress gave it, that guy uh, unanimous approval. Did they recently? Did they approve yeah. him? I didn't think they approved him. I thought they did. Everybody no, they was. approved Mueller, but I don't think they approved that guy yet. Oh, maybe they didn't. No. You're right. Yeah, I don't think he did. It was just a few days ago, so I don't think they confronted him. I think you would have heard that. But, I mean, this guy's dirt. But bringing back dirt, oh, boy. Remember how everybody who deals with Hillary and... And, and Bill. And Billary all wind up getting killeried. <laughs> yeah, especially... They get killeried. Well, Haiti official who... Uh, exposed the Clinton Foundation, was just found dead. Oh, is he another suicide? Uh, well, he says he was due to appear before the Haitian Ethics and Anti-Corruption Commission, where he was expected to expose the extent of the Clinton Foundation corruption. Huh. And uh, he wound up dead. Uh, so let's see. And, uh, oops, I'm sorry. Oh, Klaus Urbanwein, a former Haitian governor official who is expected to expose the extent, extent of the Clinton Foundation corruption and malpractice next week, has been found dead in Miami. He was only 50. Urbanwein was due to appear next Tuesday before the Haitian Senate Ethics and Anti-Corruption Commission, where he was widely expected to testify that the Clinton Foundation misappropriated Haiti earthquake donations from international donors. Just, just one second. I just want to double-check the... Uh, this just came out yesterday, uh, yeah. two day, a few days ago. Okay, go ahead. According to, uh, according to Miami-Dade's medical examiner, records supervisor, the official cause of death is gunshot to the head. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, Owen's death was registered as a suicide. Oh, gee, what a surprise. Yeah. Urban wine who had acknowledged his life was in danger, was a fierce critic of Clinton's foundation's activities in the Caribbean island, where he served as Director General of the Government's Economic Development Agency, Fonds d'Assistance Economique et Sociale, for three years. You love that stuff. You look, she, she's been watching all these turkey shows. <laughs> these well, that was, shows. that was French. Yeah, According I, to I, Urban... I know. You've been, you've been watching all these... Uh, Subtitle show. She's she's developing. She she almost has almost has as many uh, vocabularies as as millennia. <laughs> yes, millennia. five. Uh, oh. She can speak five languages. Yeah, Lila speaks three. <laughs> Not really. According to, to Urban Wine, a paltry six percent of donations granted by international donors to the Clinton Foundation with the express purpose of directly assisting Haitians actually ended up in the hands of Haitian organizations. A further 9.6% ended up with the Haitian government. The remaining 
89.8% of $5.4 billion was funneled to non-Haitian organizations. Uh, Hillary's campaign? Uh, the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, to, to Hillary's uh, yeah. campaign, probably. They are criminals. They are thieves, he said. They are liars. They are a disgrace, Wine said at a protest outside the Clinton Foundation headquarters in Manhattan last year. The former director general of Haiti, who also served as an advisor to Haitian President Michael Martelli, um, was also a partner. A, pop a partner uh, in a popular pizza restaurant in Haiti. Oh, they were going into pizza there, too, huh? Munchies and even has a pizza, the club special, named after him. Pizza oh, his, let's play that. That's maybe his speech. Uh,
it's possible from tilapia fish. And that's because of the way they are. They're so full of mercury and they're, they're fed on the, they're fed on the, on the pig and something, uh, oh. uh, feces. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible. But they feed these guys, but they feed these, uh, these, these fish. Eating seafood is a great way to get vital organisms from uh, nutrients and vitamins. Tilapia is the most popular farm fish in America for its affordability. affordability. But tilapia contains few nutrients. Researchers from the Wake Forest University School of Medicine released a report on the omega-3 fatty acid content in popular fish. Tilapia scored for lower than most other fish on the list. Omega-3 fatty acids gives fish most of their benefits, including Alzheimer's risk reduction. Tilapia contains a ton of omega-6 fatty acids, which are terrible for you. The quantity of omega-6 in tilapia is higher than in a hamburger or bacon. Oh, my God. That's uh, what they call uh, um, trans fats. Tilapia could cause Alzheimer's. One of the omega-6 fatty acids, acids in tilapia goes by the name of erosidonic acid, a compound which significantly increases the type of inflammatory damage that precedes Alzheimer's. So while eating healthy fish like mackerel, halibut, and sardines would reduce your risk of developing Alzheimer's, this fish actually increases it. Yeah. Most tilapia is farmed. Tilapia is the second most commonly farmed fish in the world. This is largely due to the fish's hardiness. It can eat just about anything. Good for farmers, bad for consumers. It means they don't have to spend lots of money on fish foods as they would were uh, they raising salmon. Farmers commonly feed the fish chicken and pig poop. Okay? (laughs) So they they get chicken shit and pig shit. That's what they get. And the uh, the the, the fish are also stuffed with antibiotics and genetically modified to grow faster. Oh my God, there's Frankenstein food. Tilapia may cause cancer. Tilapia can uh, carry up to ten times the amount of carcinogens as other fish. This is because of the food the farmer feeds the fish: poop, pesticides, and industrial-grade chemicals. One toxic chemical researcher found has found fish in toxic. Uh, Fish in uh, found in the fish is toxin, dioxin rather, which is linked to the developmental progressions of progression of cancer. What more? Your body doesn't actually flush out dioxin for a whopping seven to eleven years. Uh, Make sure to share this with your friends. Holy crap! Huh? That's something. Here. Let's see what they pushed out. What they make people eat. I haven't I haven't eaten tilapia in many years because of, I know that it's farmed and I've yeah. heard the warnings before. But they're much worse than, than I ever even imagined. Senate Republicans exempt their own families from Ted Cruz's amendment to gut health care. Yeah. These hypocrites, these bastards. You know, they're just bastards. Every one of these Republican bastards. You know, bastards. One of the most dangerous new disastrous. One of the most disastrous new charges changes rather. Senate Republicans made to their Obamacare repeal bill in the latest draft is the addition of the so called Consumer Freedom Amendment authored by Senator Ted Cruz of huh. Texas. 
Well, under the amendment, insurers would have only have to offer one policy covering essential benefit and pre-existing conditions and could sell tons of other plans that do not. Insurers have warned that if this plan passes, healthy people will buy cheap plans that cover nothing, and any plan with full coverage will go up by tens of thousands of dollars as only sick people sign up. This would trigger a death spiral in insurance benefits and markets and make it impossible for the people to get coverage for things like the maternity care, rehab, mental health treatment, prescription drugs, or birth control. It also means people with pre-existing conditions would be priced out of any coverage at all. The Senate Republicans, however, seem aware that a catastrophe, what a catastrophe the Cruz Amendment would be for essential benefits, that is why they exempted themselves from it. And, um, nice guys. Yeah, right. right, right. Yeah, waived any other plan. A few other provisions of the Cruz Amendment would still apply, like charging more for existing pre-existing conditions. But this exemption would ensure any plan sold to members of Congress contains all the required health benefits that will no longer be mandatory for anyone else in America. What sons of a bitches. Unbelievable. The hypocrisy of these bastards is just, just knows no end. By contrast, the Democrats, uh, they dropped this. Uh, let's see, earlier in the year, the House tried to do the exact same thing in his bill, keeping full Obama benefits for members of Congress or repealing them for the general population. They dropped this from the final version in the face of public outrage. But by contrast, when Democrats wrote Obamacare eight years ago, they added the, a provision at the request of the Republicans that canceled Congress's federal health benefits and required lawmakers to buy the exact same marketplace plans they were given everyone else. It was a simple gesture Democrats made to prove uh, to, to, so they, to they were to serious prove. about fixing health care. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the fact that Republicans in Congress have so far twice tried to exempt themselves from Obamacare repeal is proof that they are not working in good faith. They do not care what happens to the coverage of the poor, the sick, young mothers, or people struggling with mental disorders and substance abuse. They do not care about anyone except themselves. And Americans deserve leaders who will fight for them. The health care debate has proven Republicans are not those leaders. Yeah, I have it there. Yeah. Pretty sad. Now, Paul Ryan, what a fucking hypocrite. Mitch McConnell. Well, Ugh. like that shadow campaign is failing. Paul says he's no better than Trump. <laughs> I hope to God not. He's worse than Trump. Well, he's Trump's really pigeon. Really, and I'm not. That's it. The third major lawsuit. Oh, Trump's voter suppression commission gets hit with a third major lawsuit in eight days. William God. And uh, Trump hasn't appeared publicly on American soil in months. Trump's golf tournament draws record low ratings, embarrassingly small crowds. That's for the women's... uh, Yeah. That's too bad. Democrats asked FBI to renew Ivanka Trump's Russian deception on security clearance. Oh, this is good. Paul Ryan is shockingly un- unpopular, even for Paul Ryan in his own. Uh, there's a guy running against him that looks like he might take him. That'd be good. Yeah. Paul Ryan, the uber conservative Wisconsin governor, reluctantly accepted the role of House Speaker in 2015. Um, 
after no one else would take it, is failing badly. And Americans are not happy about it. Only 34% have a favorable view of him, compared with 48% who do not, um, according to Bloomberg poll. That is an incredibly steep drop from 47 who viewed him favorably back in December. But uh, far more humiliating for the speaker is the fact that his approval rating is even lower than Donald Trump's, a point Ryan's Democratic challenger Randy Price is using to add to his campaign coffers. Ryan has had a disastrous tenure as speaker. He has virtually no legislative accomplishments to his name. Unlike his Democratic predecessor Nancy Pelosi, who was extremely effective as speaker and continued to be even she became minority even she became minority leader. But even with total Republican control of the government, Ryan can't get anything done. His first attempt at repealing Obamacare was so unpopular his own caucus wouldn't support it. His second attempt barely passed and was such a mess that Senate Republicans declared dead on arrival and said they would craft their own from scratch. Their plan turned out to be equally disastrous. And Ryan certainly knows more knows how unpopular he is and his policies are. They that's why he's been hiding from his own constituents, refusing to hold town halls to address the concerns of the people he represents. That makes him similar to Trump, who has uh, been more or less AWOL from the public for a month. But Trump isn't paying the same price for it that Ryan is, at least not yet. It's not all bad news for Ryan, though, but while his pathetic 34% approval rating is certainly embarrassing, it's not his worst. In June 2011, the same poll showed a measly 23% approval rating, which means as bad as his numbers are now, they could actually even go lower. And on second thought, maybe that is bad news for Ryan after all. Can you imagine that? I don't know, Leo. It's These guys are in blue. They are. And just, just unbelievable. And here's a, here's something that that I got today. And, um, study shows how airport body scanners can rip apart and alter your DNA. What do you think of that, Lila? Hmm. Think that's true? Oh, it says, can we ever believe that our government tells us about security devices? I'm trying to figure out where this um, this comes from. Collective evolution. We never heard of that one. Anyway, you can go to that. And it's kind of a long story, but it tells you what it does and what it can do, you know, to you neurologically and physically. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a little mention about what Penn said, okay? And this is when I've got Warren all, all fired up. This was like several weeks ago. Yeah, but he said, uh, this is in May, actually. Hmm. Uh, but this is, he did say this. He says, what the American people need, this is Mike Pence, by the way. What the American people need is not more health care. What we need is more Jesus care. I believe that if we can just get more 
of these people with pre-existing health conditions back into the churches, you would see a lot of healing. And many of these problems would go would just go away. And people who lead godly lives don't worry about doctors. We have the Lord to take care of us. This is your vice president, folks. The biggest flippin' idiot that ever lived next to the president that we have right now. All right? I mean... I figured Trump Trump got this moron from hell because not only was he an idiot, but Trump could deceive him, you know, and once people knew what he was, they wouldn't want to impeach Trump. Because Trump is is next to this guy. So, I don't know. But either way, we're stuck for a little while until somebody figures this out. Hey, by the way... um, some uh, interesting news to end the night. Disney says it's fired Kermit the Frog actor over unacceptable business contact con- conduct. The guy had the job for 27 years. He was Kermit for 20. Jim Henson was died, and then this guy took over Kermit the Frog. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Disney didn't like what they were saying about Trump or something or other, and uh, fired him. Imagine that. I can. They felt I had been disrespectful and being outspoken on character issues, Steve Whitmer said about being fired uh, after 27 years. Yeah. Yeah. So, so much for Disney. They didn't like the stuff he said with Miss Piggy. No? You can you can check that article out by the way at uh, Hollywood Reporter. Twenty seven years, and they don't. There is no job security even for Kermit. You know. Yeah. Jeez, creepers, man. Um, Yeah, here's the one that here's the one that might make a little more on on uh, Paul Ryan's uh, the guy who's running against him. Well, anyway, hey, you know, sufferers of uh, spinal, uh, not spinal, but uh, fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. they found out that um, that the, what the cause of it is. Which is? Which is the blood vessels themselves. The pain is in the blood vessels. Is that interesting? Yeah. Researchers have found that the main found the main source of pain in fibromyalgia patients, and contrary to what many believe, it does not stem from the brain. You know, they all, you know, they, you know, the people that we know that have had it, they've all said that they, you know, they, they, they said, oh, it's all in your, your head, you know. But uh, they said, no, it's not. And the findings mark the end of a decades-old mystery about the disease, which many doctors believed was conjured in patients' imaginations. You ima- imagine that? The mystery of fibromyalgia has left millions of sufferers searching for hope and pain medications. Up until recently, many physicians thought that the disease was imaginary or psychological, but scientists have now revealed that the main source of pain stems from a most unlikely place, excess blood vessels in the hand, legs, and foot. The discovery may lead to new treatments and perhaps even a total cure for the future, bringing relief to as many as 5 million Americans thought to have the disease. 
To solve the fibromyalgia mystery, researchers zeroed in on the skin from the hand of one patient who had a lack of sensory nerve fibers, causing a reduced sensation, reaction rather, to pain. Then they took the skin samples from the hand of fibromyalgia patients and were surprised to find an extremely excessive amount of a particular type of nerve fiber called arterial venule, or AV, in uh, shunts. Um, up until this point, scientists have thought that these fibers were only responsible for regulating blood flow and did not play any role in pain sensation. But now they've discovered that there is a direct link between these nerves and the widespread body pain that fibromyalgia, from, from, sorry, fibromyalgia sufferers feel. The breakthrough also could solve the lingering question of why many sufferers have extremely painful hands and foot, as well as other tender points uh, throughout the body, and why cold weather seems to aggravate the symptoms. And in addition to feeling widespread deep tissue pain, many fibromyalgia uh, patients also suffer from debilitating fatigue. I, I recommend, this is kind of a long article, but I highly recommend you read it. It's uh, if you suffer from any, any of that fibromyalgia. And, uh, you know, I, I was amazed to find it because um, I just went through uh, the battery of tests uh, <clears throat> recently and uh, uh, for the same, you know, for uh, measuring blood uh, flow or whatever in the legs. And, um, and this is an interesting, interesting, interesting research. I highly recommend that you look at it. And this is from the uh, fibromyalgia, fibromyalgiasources.com. That's the name of the uh, fibromyalgiasources.com. Okay. So anyway, that's the that's where this comes from. Good article. Read it. Um, also, if you happen to be on my Facebook uh, uh, friend, uh, yeah, I've I posted it, so you may already have it. Here's the end of the Angry citizens, angry seniors, promise to hit the GOP where it hurts. And we'll, where is that? We will hold all 100 senators accountable. Inspire yeah. them. Yes. <laughs> all 100 of those bags, regardless of their party. Okay. Every Republican who is up for re-election in 218 is in deep, deep trouble. The GOP agenda just got a devastating blow. America's largest coalition for senior citizens just announced plans to unleash a devastating ad campaign targeted at Republicans who are trying to destroy the health care system. Isn't that good? President Donald Trump and the Republicans in Congress are waging war against older Americans and now senior 